Welcome to the Friendly Jordy's podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. We've made some effort you and this time around. Hopefully you like this set. If you don't, reserve your comments to yourself. Suck a lemon. Because I'll, I'll, I will cry. <laughs> yeah, you were already very brutal, you 15% of people in the pre-poll that said that you didn't like it. I'm pretty sure you actually did like it. You just said no to be contrarian. But that was enough to make Ali very upset. He was very chirpy beforehand. He just came back from seeing Louis C.K. and you've completely ruined his mood. So that was a waste of $70. You, you should all be ashamed this of yourselves, Al. Someone just commented fans. they changed the set so they don't have to swap between two cameras. Thanks for reminding me. Here you go. Now, oh, we don't have whoa. to, but we will. And that is blurry. And that is so blurry. Do you want me to have a look at that? Yeah, no, go no, back no. to that again. Let me see that. Is it just Vaseline on the lens? Twin I can peak. That's, fix that. Yeah, that's Twin Peaks right there. Right there. That is a... Uh... Man, I love... Okay, I, I, I'm... I, don't have to keep saying this, but I can't express how much I love this set. It's like all right, that's the second angle. Now we're good, and we forgot to set up. And I look angle. even more like Slappy the dummy than I normally do. <laughs> <laughs> Come back, back, back. Can I just say this? Slappy, do it. I'm back. <laughs> Everyone, just drink you miss me? <laughs> I am Slappy the dummy, aren't I? <laughs> how did he get so interested in the Labor Party? <laughs> it wasn't really part of like R.L. Stide's universe, was it? He was getting driven to a shop and he fell off the truck and some tradie in Bankstown picked him up and was like, you're mine now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And it was a long drive back yeah. and he was just being like, you know who built this? Labor. Yeah, Labor's the one that exactly. did that. Hard labor. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Hey, stop touching the mic so often. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I was trying to adjust. That was... Yeah, you're right. You oh, look, it's gone. It's teething. Well, off. I just want to see how. Let's <laughs> it's it's so not bad. It's I got to say, I like the arms. I love the arms. And to think that they were just sitting in there the whole time while we were thinking, like, yeah, the poker table is what we should be prioritizing <laughs> on a podcast where we had what, like, six hundred episodes where somebody was inaudible. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Dude, let's be honest. By the end, the poker table was more old fingernail clippings than poker table. <laughs> it always happens. All right, let's start the first segment. There's some news, boys. Oh, okay. Wow. That's... There was an iceberg that is thawing yeah. thanks to Albo because what? What? Um, Albo has secured a meeting with Xi Jinping. He's going to be meeting him at uh, in Bali, I mm. think. Mm. And this is a huge uh, this change. Is, this because is the one piece of news I read in the last six months. They've uh, China has has not been willing to speak to us. They're treating us like a little brother that they can, you know, pretend to be upset by. But very much like all older brothers, they've come around because now they're bored, which basically <laughs> means they need what. Up. They need iron ore and coal at a much faster pace. So they're and <laughs> like all older brothers need. No, but like this is this is this is actually the development. It, uh, the Australian thing isn't in isolation. Um, German German Chancellor just went to uh, China to meet with Xi Jinping. Biden. What? Why was Germany with frosty with China? Well, why do you think? I, I don't know <laughs> what's going on there. I don't know anything about it. Yeah, every time I think about Germany, I just get a bit like, yeah, sounds smelly. <laughs> I should say Fair. a very, a bold eagle has told them not to be friendly. Oh, okay. Well, oh, is that what's happened? Yeah, that's what happened with us too. Yeah, I know that's what happened with us, but I thought that Germany had like a, maybe the two wars got some humility into them. 
<laughs> I thought they just had more of a spine. I thought that they were one of those humanitarian uh, companies. I thought it was just like a giant new town that has a funny accent. If I'm being honest, the two wars have broken their spine. <laughs> Think about it. The first war, they were like had all these funny ideas. And then what happened? They got the worst deal ever. They had to like come up with Hitler to like reset <laughs> the balance. And then they fucked up again. Hitler doesn't get enough appreciation for that. They can't really. Like, <laughs> like how, how doormat would Germany be now if this is how doormat they are now after Hitler? Can you imagine just a World War I post-Germany? They weren't just this kind of thing of like, no, no, double or nothing. Fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go again. <laughs> Could you imagine? That's what they were. It was. It was, wasn't it? Double or it nothing. was a double or nothing. And it was nothing. <laughs> like all double or nothing. So sports bet doesn't do that for things they figure a shoe in. <laughs> Anyways, but the uh, uh, Biden met with G. So basically, what's happening is you know how G got reaffirmed for his third term, and so there was a lot of apprehensions as to like what. This is going to look like most people guess that it's going to get more intense because now he's like a full on dictator. But it seems at this point that he's actually trying to thaw uh, relationships. Who, Albo or Xi Jinping or both? Both. Actually, Albo is a side piece in this. Biden and Xi Jinping are both trying to because Biden just came out just today. He made a statement. He was saying that the world depends on China and U.S. to work out their differences without he i can't remember the rest but it was something like without blowing the world <laughs> so well that is a strange turn of events for u.s foreign policy after the last 60 years of trying to do exactly that that's really strange like i was talking to Miss about this this morning don't you think it's really good having a man that remembers what congress was like in the 60s mm. You know how everyone's always saying that, like, being like, oh, he's always just trying to get it Actually, the Republicans to work. I've got to stop you here. I don't think that man realizes what Congress was like yesterday. <laughs> yeah, he's a bit hazy, he's but that's what I'm saying. Like, sometimes he just walks in and he's just like, oh, it's your sideburns around. When did that seem like it happened overnight? That was like, very Fox News of you. And it's very sad. This is a man with a mental illness and people that are propping him up. That's your anger. We love Biden, but he's puppeteers are horrible people he's, he's not with us <laughs> anymore tune in to fox later tonight for all our opens anyway so coming back to australia so the the points that basically albo is going to have to negotiate are the first thing that he's going to ask he said goodwill is that goodwill. you uh stop putting a trade ban on our wheat uh lobsters. sorry no barley wine and lobsters jesus and no wonder shit. we're such a side act these are like 50 bc products aren't they like we're wine still trading lobsters, lobsters. what the yeah. come on wine's like yeah the wine's two. the high tech yeah, that's yeah, our yeah. microchips yeah, 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 yeah. barossa valley yeah. that's our silicon valley that's <laughs> so bad. sad they take other stuff from us but they didn't put a ban on that yeah, but what do they take from us that's high tech nothing they just were just like mm, beef count? is pretty good we'll keep that yeah nothing high tech bro they are the ones that are producing high tech shit. <laughs> we're taking that, but we're giving them coal and we're giving them iron ore to keep making those buildings. And we were giving them wine and uh, barley and shit, but we're not doing that anymore. Anyway, so that's that's what Alba wants from him. But the more important question is, what does she want from us? And he wants a few things. Number one, he wants. Oopsie. 
fuck did I do? Oh, uh, what are we offline? No, 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 no. no, no. He just closed it. No, no, we're good. Uh, he wants so the Dominic, Australian this, Australian universities have done this tie up with the Chinese government and Confucius say department. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's like, Is that a thing? It's it's a thing. It's like Confucian. The Chinese government has spent a lot of money in trying to propagate its Confucius uh, background. It's trying to derive its ideology from. Uh, confusion as opposed to some mainstream religion and shit but anyway so they've done these tie-ups with australian universities where they've put in a lot of investment in our unis and our universities have gladly taken it Mm. but the intelligence community has raised concerns that this is just an infiltration process so they send chinese students who are basically on the payroll of the government to essentially be like um sleeper cell (laughs) operators so our intelligence agency believes the Clive Palmer scare campaign. U.S. intelligence agency, which was picked up by our intelligence agency and then picked up by Clive Palmer. I don't know if anyone's ever said this before, but the CIA seems a little paranoid. Yeah, a little bit. But Don't you think? Like, some 18-year-old, is this their big worry in life? Yeah, and also, like... (laughs) You've got to realize nothing of substance happens at Australian universities. I know. We've all been there. Hey, hey, hey. And it's that a waste climate of time. strike poster on the door says otherwise, all right? UNSW climate strike. You already I know it? UNSW with his like cancer research institute. It's like, you're not curing that. <laughs> Come on, just do what all the other smart unis did and just go into like a cow husbandry. Dude, UNSW, start small. Focus on why your Chinese food isn't that good. I had it. Yeah, how it's do you have so good. many Chinese people there and it's like, okay. It's not that good. It was, really wasn't that good. Actually, you, if you go on Anzac Parade, the, there's some good places. No, there. I'm talking about on campus. Yeah, on campus. Anyway, that's all the point. But that, this I is, think it is the point, Ali. This, this is the, the low-hanging fruit <laughs> because I think there could be a resolution made on that. However, this is the more intention. And according to most experts, this is the cause for Australian-Chinese rift. Most people will say it's that COVID... Um, COVID sort of uh, the origin COVID story that came from like a lab. That's what China made a big deal about. But I think they were more annoyed by this aspect, which is something that Malcolm Turnbull vetoed um, the Huawei 5G network. <laughs> I think that China was pissed off at us for doing that. Yeah. They didn't want to make a big deal about it because everyone, it was happening everywhere in the world. And then as soon as that COVID uh, conspiracy stuff started happening, they were like, that shit, enough of it. But I think they were more pissed off about 5G. So that's the one that Albo, they might bring up again. And Albo, I don't think, has any option but to say no to that. Because the overlords, the bold eagle, will swoop in, pick him up, and <laughs> throw him somewhere else. And Barnaby Joyce will be our new prime minister if that happens. Do you think? Because I don't know, man. It seems like Biden's pretty cool with anything, it seems. Not that. Not that. And C- Deep state C- stuff. CIA, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. It's really yeah. Nice. yeah, yeah. Um, you always forget about them. They're, they're good at hiding those bunch, aren't they? And there was Have you ever heard this before? 9-11 was a job. Yeah, yeah. and why? Because there's things going on in the government that are a little deeper than the president. Oh, shit. All right? Nah, it can't be true. So you can just shove your barley meetings up your ass, okay? <laughs> You're not talking about the real issues. And I'm t- touching the mic too much again. <laughs> <laughs> He's fine, he can move. But is it, is it moving? Yeah, yeah, it's crouching around. Sorry about that. 
it's just nice to have something to fiddle to with. Maybe I can just play around with this unfiltered hoodoo life of Spanian. <laughs> and Jordan, lastly, this is another big one, is that there, there might be a request by the Bold Eagle for us to renegotiate the Darwin Port lease. And I think Albo will have to make a decision on that. Wait, what's that about? So Darwin um, like Port was uh, basically sold. leased, not sold, leased. Oh. Same thing, come on. For like a long ass time, like 99 year, I think. So what, what is this like same tactic of like when you go to chemist warehouse and they're just like, nose clippers only 9.95. Like we know what 99 years is, just say 100. Yeah. Like, what, what, is this fooling anyone? They did that with, the, with Hong Kong <laughs> as well. What? I was onto that. Not the Chinese. There what was, happened? There was like a 99-year lease for Hong Kong with the British. Oh, with the Br- and now they've turned the tables well, on us. Well, changed. we didn't do anything. Let's just call it 100. Like, that, that would have talked about softening relations. You just made it a nice, clean number. I think Albo's going to have a pretty successful meeting. But here's the thing. Not only is he going to have a successful meeting, he had a, already had a meeting with, I think he's the deputy uh, premier of China, Li Kuang something. Uh, he's like their number two, essentially. And he already had a meeting with Albo. And this is something which I think is very, uh, it's good news. He said that we're willing to meet Australia halfway. Hell yeah. Which means I think Huawei. even if they're not, I think like what there is room for, uh, for basically, as Penny Wong calls it, stabilization of the relationship. Because they're obviously deep long-term issues that both countries have like for example china wants uh, american navy to get out of asia pacific and we're not gonna agree to that because we've already made our bets and we're siding with the u.s on that so they're like these big issues which i think china would be willing to let go but the relationship can get stabilized for maybe four or five years here's the big question though is there any point with <laughs> our prime minister meeting is it should yeah. he even be there or is he yeah, just no, going no. for like the free hotel no no, no 100 it's, worth it. it's worth definitely it. worth well, it well it just trade. sounds like it's just like everything's just getting negotiated by the u.s yeah, and china yeah but it's a good so why good, does it bother with us like good, just we're the secretary no nah, but it's a good um it's a good show of fate face like dude albo's uh catchphrase to this was i'm going i'm going there and i want to and i want to go in with goodwill can you imagine Scott Morrison saying, I'm going to meet the Chinese president with goodwill? I stand corrected. I can't. Yeah. Never, ever, ever, ever. He, 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 all he did was he wrote via email, we want a UN inquiry into what, where happened with COVID, which, you know, not a bad idea, but maybe don't <laughs> ask the UN on your behalf. It's so, like, it's just dumb. It's dumb bilateral you know, like policy. The idea of him going in with goodwill was over. We're not gonna no we're, no one's gonna get nuked now. Thank you very much. Actually, Albert. Penny Wong makes the same argument. She said that part of the reason why our relationship got screwed over with China is yes, there are certain long term strategic issues that are bipartisan, but there was a lot of stupid nationalistic chest thumping that was completely under It's not even that, it's just bad. It's it's like it's like it's like shirt fronting policy. It's just like just being like fuck you, fuck you. It's like goodwill isn't radical. <laughs> to have goodwill with a country on an international stage is like that used to be like normal policy, like sensible. 
It's really it's weird that like we. Just, I, I feel like Ali, do you do you agree with this? Do you feel like? And I do really accredit Joe Biden with this because he is kind of the emperor of the world, I guess. But don't you feel like things have sort of there is sort of a great reset in that it felt like the world just got a bit too insane. Yeah. And I'm not just saying this was just no, Trump. True, it was also true. through the Obama years and the Bush years. It was those three guys. I feel like things just got like overheated yes. across the planet on like needless conflict. Yeah. And I it feels like everything's just smoothing all out. All these people now are like, like centrists are just being like, you know, the, the risottos over cooking add some more water. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the big move now. Well, it's it it is. It's like it's it's like revolutionary. Yeah, I like it. I honestly think that like that's what I was saying about Joe Biden. I think it's just he remembers a time where government functioned properly in the U.S. It's the same thing when you go to the U.K. and just it's like everything. You're just like, why the fuck are all the roads so cracked in both countries? And it's just because everything just stopped getting built in the seventies. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he just remembers then. And I think it's actually really bad that you have a bunch of presidents who are like. Uh, I was a senator for one term and now I'm president. Yeah, um, I was governor for one term and now I'm president. I wasn't anything and now I'm president. Like, maybe that's not the best people Chucky, to be in charge. Chucky Doo-Doo. Yeah, Chucky Ducky. <laughs> that guy was almost president. He's dead. Yeah, and now he's dead. Where did that get him? But now he's Where's your Chucky Ducky now? Ducky. And then you go to his fr- uh, grave and he's just got like a, a, a speaker there just like, Chucky Ducky. <laughs> I mean, there bad. it is. That was a bad. Example. Now that we've got great. Herschel Walker. Yeah, now we got Herschel Walker, and I do support him being president <laughs> for 2024, obviously. Like, look, I'm only human. Like, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to Herschel Walker, but just on that point, the things mellowing out, there's one mega event that's happened recently that has brought the temperature down the Ukraine war. Yeah, the Ukraine war. Yeah. Because the Ukraine, everyone, the buildup was the, there's a, there's a, inevitable clash between china and the u.s the it's most likely going to be in taiwan maybe it's in the south china sea but no one just expected putin to march like it was fucking 1939 and it was going to poland or across ukraine and not only not like okay maybe there was an expectation that he might march but the way it turned out was that it was not beneficial for any side. And so I think China looks at that and goes, okay, even if we want to do something similar for Taiwan, maybe now is not the right time to do it. And if now is not the right time to take over Taiwan, then why are we like not getting uh, fucking uh, wine from Australia? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, let's get that shit going. And yeah. then when we're ready for a war, then we'll get to it. And I yeah. think so... That's also sort of mellowed the temperature down a little bit. Yes, yeah. things got like pretty intense. I think China was like obviously they never liked Putin doing the uh, invasion of Ukraine, but I think like even for them, that whole idea that Putin was getting cornered to like maybe using tactical nuclear weapons was a bit too much for China. <laughs> and so I think even at that point, China would have told Russia privately like no, no nuclear bombs like definitely not this so i think this has brought the temperature down a little bit and obviously the world is going towards a really stressful time not just geopolitics but also economically and uh, so i think this is just the right time to maybe stabilize things and then we this these exact issues that we have 
they're not going anywhere. It's just going to get mellowed out for a few years. And then when the economy is booming again and China feels that its Navy has improved, then we might see the same issues occur again. But for now... Well, it's better than nothing. Yeah, better than nothing. Definitely. Better than nothing. It really is. Um, I don't know. I, I, everyone was so like, uh, uh, it's time for change in the White House. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe we should just freeze frame in the 90s and Serbia just takes one for the team. <laughs> what? You know? Well, I was just thinking about that war today. Well, the Serbian war. How unfair was that? And I'm saying that as a Croat. Come on. It was the entire world versus Serbia. No comment. <laughs> You can sit this one out. That's fine. But, dude, you know, have you ever met a Serbian and taken their honest opinion on this? Yeah, every time it's always like, you just better in Yugoslavia. You know, they're like, we, dude, there was this one girl. This was like undergrad uni days. She was Serbian. And you know how unis are, right? They just choose a topic and then they like choose one side and their entire curriculum is about. So, like, the Rwandan genocide. Every uni kid knows uh, Tutsis are bad. Hutus were horrible. They committed the genocide. And, well, that's true, but there's also nuances to that argument. Same thing with Serbia. Everyone's just, like, shitting on Serbia throughout uni. If you're a Serbian student, you're, you you are getting hammered every day <laughs> in every class. And this chick got Well, up. what have you got to say for yourself? This chick got up, and she was like, enough! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying Serbia is innocent and they're 100% correct. However... You must understand, we are not stupid. We had our reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down, lady. That's what that's what everyone started saying. And I was the only one saying, hey, let's hear her out. Oh, man. Finally, we're getting some diversity of opinion here. Jesus, and let's... I thought Louis C.K. got some harsh heckles. <laughs> that's bad. The entire audience turned on her. Well, first, you've got to tell them. That's, okay, let's move on to that segment now. The reason why we started this uh, live stream at 10 p.m. instead of 7.30 p.m. is because uh, we had bought... Miss Love had asked us to buy tickets to Louis C.K.'s stand-up show. Which I'm sure he's going to reimburse us for. Yeah, Which he better reimburse me for. How much was it? 10 bucks? <laughs> ah, I'll give you 15. 70. <laughs> Not cheaper tickets compared to the others. However, we, yeah. just, we just came back from uh, the stand-up, and I think now is your cue. Jordan, what were you saying? Well, yeah, we just came back from the stand-up and <laughs> got heckled. And, uh, yeah, he got heckled. What, what, what else, about, I mean, what else can I add? It was the most Aussie heckle ever. Yeah. Is there anything more Australian than what just happened at that show? Well, actually, okay, yeah, right. So uh, Louis C.K. was just saying... See, this is the really unfair thing that US comics have over the rest of the world, which is that we know what Brooklyn Jews are like. We shouldn't know that. <laughs> we shouldn't know where the fuck Brooklyn is. I've been there. I know you've been there, but that's what I'm saying. Like, It's like me just going to the United States and be like, so I was in Petersham the other day, right? And you know how Turks are there? It's like, no. Portuguese, Portuguese. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, Portuguese, yeah, yeah. right? Like, it's just... Yeah, are you even... A sh no, I'm just <laughs> it's, 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 it's such, so dominant, right? Like, but anyway, some Aussie got up and pulled that Serbian chick move. She was just, he just like, he's had enough. He was just like, this is in America, mate. 
And then everybody started booing him, obviously. Yeah, um, well, just a little bit more context. So even Louis though what had, he said was 100% accurate. Yeah, Louis had just brought up Roe versus Wade. And he had just introduced that. And then this guy gets up and he's like, enough of this shit. You're in Australia. Yeah. And then Louis C.K. Which really does put the Roe versus Wade argument in perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's kind of right. It's just like, why is anyone talking yeah, about He was pissed off. Like, how have you come here and not mention how you said about Shane Warne dying two years ago? <laughs> not once you mentioned Barrett. it, you go straight into this abortion shit, which doesn't even apply to us. Yeah. Here I have been sitting here wondering if you thought that Love Island's going a bit downhill in his friends. <laughs> <laughs> you're not you're not a Penrith RSL bud <laughs> but then so, so you were into it because you are a weeb for America well, you, I mean, you're not sure if you live in Australia or not it'd be kind of strange if he comes out and he is just like so Petersham right I was having it's like that can't be the whole set <laughs> Yeah, he can't, like he's been here for three days. You've got to give him some slack. But the thing is, what I'm saying is, all right, look, how unfair is it that Louis C.K., their best export, gets to go here and gets to do his entire set talking about niche American yeah. politics subjects like their stances on abortion state by state. And then Dave Hughes goes there and yeah. he's just like, oh, I bombed the whole time. Yeah, and they was just is, like, and then, and then someone comes up to me afterwards and said, how do you talk like that the whole time? <laughs> And that's all he gets. I look, he just gets I, 200 perplexed Texans. That's, yeah, it is unfair. But you have to it also mention how that Aussie dude came up with the best burn that oh. any comedian could ever face. Like, it ruined his night, 100%. Yeah, and you know it did because you could see Louis C.K. sitting there and he didn't have anything to say for a few seconds afterwards, yeah, yeah, yeah. which if you're a peppered comedian like he is, I mean, that man was globally cancelled. Like, he's... He's dealt with pressure before in his life, but you can tell that this has to be the most insulting thing that you can ever say to a comedian ever, which is your average. Yeah, yeah not that you suck or you're bad, but your average. That's <laughs> average. I know what brute. you're trying to do. You're but you're not right doing it well. It. Yeah, you're all right you, at yeah, it. yeah. I've I've seen this dance before, and then leaves, <laughs> and he gets booed. And I got to say, like, who's really the courageous one in this situation? Yeah. Most of the time, when you think about a heckler, you're always just like, yeah, shut up. Wow, that guy's so brave. He's standing up on stage and he's just talking back to him, right? To do that, to like Louis C.K. as famous as Michael Jackson, <laughs> really? You know what I mean? Like, he's kind of up there, right? Yeah. Like. Can you imagine just coming up to somebody who's, you know, like top 10 most famous people on earth, like Pro Pope Francis or something, and being like, Pope Benedict Sixteen was better than you, mate. Like, it takes some guts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah it does. Yeah, but also this <laughs> happened maybe eight minutes into the show. Yeah. And then he says, you're an average comedian, and then just walks out. He meant it. Yeah. He wasn't just a troll. No, no, no. He was a reviewer. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he was out. And so I honestly think, I think you're right, Ali. I think uh, Louis C.K. will be thinking about that tonight. Yeah, being that's like, average. So much know who worse I am. than saying you're a shit comedian. You're an average comedian. Yeah. <sighs> I felt for him at that point. And I think the audience did as well, because afterwards, when you left, everybody was talking about that heckle exchange. And I don't know if that's kind of the same thing as just when you're in year seven and then two people say they're going to fight after school. It's just a bit of aggression in the air yeah, but like what do you think about the fact that after a louis ck stand-up people were talking about a heckle see that's what that's i'm wondering a good sign 
is it a good sign or is it just that, you know, we're apes and someone chucked a rock at another ape and then everyone goes, <laughs> maybe that's what's happening. I don't the, know. the show wasn't bad. Dare I say it was average. Oh. <laughs> so you're bad. on side with the heckler. No, because I wasn't, I wouldn't walk out and get offended. I did genuinely enjoy the show and, and the tickets were cheap, which Louis C.K. deserves credit for because these guys that come from the U.S., they just charge you a killing. And yeah, only $200. Yeah. Only 200 So Louis C.K.'s tickets were $70, which is pretty decent, I think. Um, but yeah, the, and the, I don't regret the show at all. The show was nice. It was much better than Chris Rock, dude. <laughs> you should have gone to that. Like, I, I like Chris Rock, and I was like, that was an underwhelming performance. You don't um, see comedians when they... How old? How old? I suppose, actually, it's probably the same age as fucking... But I feel like if you're Louis C.K., if you're like in the top 10 comics of the world, like you, people should just come out and say, fuck, that was funny. That was one of the best shows ever. They shouldn't be talking about a heckle that happened maybe 15 minutes prior to them coming out. That's true. But also you've kind of put your finger on the pulse inadvertently about the curse of being Louis C.K., which is that everyone's going to come to your show. <coughs> And then they're always going to walk out and say, I liked his bag of dicks thing better than his clay dicks. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to go home and they'll come to your next show afterwards, but you're never going to hit that same peak. Uh, I suppose just being famous and the allure of it is a bit like being a heroin addict. You get your one hit, that was great. And then for the rest of your life, you're just like, yeah. Like, this is this is my take on... That, that's what I think's happening. This is my take on why his performance was the way it was. I think ever since he got cancelled, he's gone into this frame of mind. He's like, I don't give a fuck. Fuck everyone. I'm going to do, say whatever the fuck I want. And that's a good thing. I mean, you don't want to censor yourself or filter yourself. But there was too much shock and awe in the show as opposed to <laughs> a well-crafted joke. You know, like he was, his observations no, it was, were uh, top-tier comic observations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mere mortals don't have those kinds of observations. So he definitely deserves credit for that. But at the same time, I think he was too focused on, I'm going to talk about whatever the fuck I want. If I want to talk about fucking kids, I'm going to talk about that. But it's like, yeah, you can talk about fucking kids, bro. But like, the joke. <laughs> in fact, I implore you to. Yeah, in fact, I implore you to. But the joke needs to like really justify that package was missing. Yeah, look, I think you're kind of right. The way to say it is, this was uh, Louis C.K. the stand-up equivalent of not the first Gulf War, but the second one. <laughs> Maybe no yeah, tactical the strikes one. there. I'm you're a bit too young to remember the first one, right, Miss. Right. And that three months of me being alive more than you really gave me the edge. I remember I, it. I actually the Berlin Wall was great. You should have seen it. I've, I remember well, that concert. The, now, now, see, that, there's something that uh, Louis C.K. could learn from the showmanship of David Hasselhoff. Yeah, he didn't have a he didn't have a fucking jacket that lit up. Check that out. And wouldn't that have made the show better? Would have. Well, as you showed on Tame Impala, like you can have as many lights as you like. <laughs> it's not going to help. Even though Miss Love was the one who implored us to go to this show and um, and like uh, for told me to get tickets and everything, You're he wasn't even sitting next to us. He just fucked off. Yeah, yes, he did. fucked off. Yes, I did. And so I was like, a part of the reason I was like, why is Miss Love not here? <laughs> He just went and never came back. <laughs> Sorry. Whoopsie. No, I saw the show. I uh, had my reasons. 
that he's not going to say publicly. No, that I'm not going to say publicly, but... Uh, but let, let me just rest way. assured, he was justified in it. But, but yeah. there also was just a thing the whole time of like, is he taking a shit? Like, what, <laughs> is that what you were thinking? Yeah, well, you just went... And then just moved out. It was yeah. just like, okay, well... And that was the last I ever saw of him. Yeah. That was it. Like, like, if you just like you just walked so. out and then one of the warm-up acts was just like, show sure, you like the first warm-up act better, huh? Yeah, and just stabbed you and that was the end of it. <laughs> that was it. And if you want to know the details... Gangs of New York. (laughs) If you want to know the details on why Miss Love had to walk out, it is going to be funny and juicy. You'll have to sign up for the upload because we can't talk about it here. No. But I I will say But just know as always, Miss Love Nomics pans out. All of you bit bros thinking that your Bitcoin's the way to invest in. Can I I mention that though? Come on, I can mention that. Yeah, okay. So we'll say why, but like the funniest part where it's just like, it's just one of those ridiculous things where she's like, yeah, it all pans out. So I was standing and watching and then talked to one of the ushers and was like, yeah, blah, blah, explain. And he was just like, hmm, follow me. And then proceeded to walk me to the best seat in the house. I know, like the seats that if it was an R. Kelly concert, he would have been pissed on. <laughs> he literally, <laughs> he literally, I was four rows behind staring at Louis. He's right in front of me, like to the point where I had to slash down. I'm like, he's going to call me out. He's right in front of me. I don't want to be called out. <laughs> so, you know. It all works out in the end. Now, up close, how old does he look? He looks pretty good, i got to say. He, I think he's lost he's weight. He's lost weight. He's lost yeah, weight. He's lost he looks good. He looked good. He looked, he looked good. Best I've seen him. I mean, you can't say Louis C.K. looks good. He looks good. I mean, he doesn't look good, but he looks better than what he looked before. Look, see, the whole thing was, to me, it was just indistinguishable from that Doughboy mascot. We were so far back. So all you kind of saw was this kind of yeah. like pale blob. Well, that actually worked for me too because I didn't bring my glasses. So it was very, very blurry at the back. I was like, huh? Uh, okay, so like up close, you were just like, wow, he looks like Fabio. Yeah, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah okay. I was like, yeah. He's a dreamboat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's why you think he looks good. No, he did. To, to you, he looks like, just put it to camera two. That's Miss Love's vision. <laughs> <laughs> fourth row. Stop it! I, we just Pretty came. We walked in. I couldn't even. I couldn't set the camera. <laughs> Miss Cam. The well, third cam. Miss Cam. Miss the third cam is missing. Yeah, well, we forgot no, to put Miss that Cam in. works. Finally. Now Miss Cam is three because it's missing. <laughs> Finally, the audience can see what I see. You'll see what I see. Defile who I defile. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I, I agree with you though. That the set was. It wasn't bad. It wasn't amazing. It wasn't his best, but it wasn't bad. It was, I don't know. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was decent. But there's something, I think that I'm just, I was talking to Jordan about this before. Like, I think I'm just a massive, massive bogan because I laughed way harder when we saw, um, I just forgot his name. Dave Hughes. Dave Hughes in at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. I laughed way harder. I was dying. Of course you are. I was just like, (gasps) I was dying. Yeah, but that's because he can talk about the masked singer. It's just the real related. But that makes me a bogan, I feel like, right? I don't think that makes you a bogan. I think that's just, that's why everyone's always saying to me, for instance, they're like, oh, you have so many Australian references. And it's like, good. I like reminding people, yeah, you're yes. on this continent. It's a, it's a pretty big well, country where we are. I will pay that. I will pay that. I, I I mean, don't you I, think? Like, and I hate cool. the fact that there's so little cultural yes, references in Australia as well. Yes, and that was by design, right? By Howard. Yeah, it was by Howard. He, he killed it all. And I just honestly wish that there was more Australian shows that I could pay out because I think yeah. that that's honestly the height of comedy is just yeah, yeah. like a, a big relatable. reason why Bill Burr is really funny, I think, is because he's always just talking about 
things that he saw on TV. I like that kind of humor a lot more than the endless onslaught of like, you know, and show the penises they cut off the transgenders. Yeah, it's like, it's such yeah. an American yeah. thing to I, think about. And, and, and also just relatability. Like, yeah, dude, like, it's not that like, I'm like, oh my God, penises. It's just like, yeah, after a while, I was like, yes, yeah, penis, yes. Mm, I don't know, go I on. saw you. You did go, oh my God. And then you went to Ireland. <laughs> yeah. And you went, penises. And then I was just like, and then I touched you on the shoulder and I said, it's going to be okay, Jordan. They're not, it's just a joke. And then you started wedding, just started wedding. Yeah, back. yeah, like you didn't have to tell them that. <laughs> Sorry, I'll I was play, trying, I'll play, I'll yeah, play. okay, look. <laughs> Hey, we all have our moments. Yeah, we, just, we all have our fears. Look, I, I it was my mistake. I should have gone before. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Miss, I've got up. a question for you. If like you know how you were sitting so close to Louis C.K. Mm. If he ridiculous if that he, that happened to if me. If right? he like, ridiculous. If he invited you backstage and said, "Can I jerk off in front of you?" Would you say yes? What would you do? I would, but that's just me. <laughs> well, it's not just you. I'd do the same. I'd do the same. Of I'd course. Be like, Thank you. I'm not I was you know what's incredible though. Going to that show, didn't you feel like you were walking into a porno theater in the 80s? It was just a bunch of seedy guys yeah. and we all had that look of shame in our yes. eyes. It's like, yeah, yeah, we're going to see this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something a bit dirty about going to a Louis C.K. Yes, show. Yes, It was, it was felt, old it, school. Vibes, don't you think yeah. everyone felt like a little bit of shame walking in? Yeah, yeah, a little bit like that. Just kind of like, well, you know. No one wanted to make eye contact. <laughs> And there was a lot of people that recognized me there and very few came up and I am glad they didn't. <laughs> Dude, there was this <laughs> one guy, George, you were facing me. This was when uh, I just gotten uh, uh, Miss Loves Beers or whatever. And then there was a guy right behind you and I saw him noticing you and he came right up to you and he literally almost tapped your shoulder and then decided to backtrack and he just took it off and then went away. Keanu Reeves. He made the right choice. Yeah. He shouldn't have come up. No. Like, what are we going to talk about exactly. here? Like, it's the same thing. It's just like, dude, if I'm walking into an adult store and someone goes like, oh, Friendly Geordies, yeah, big fan. I like that stuff you did with John Barrow. I'm trying to buy a dildo. Fuck off. Like, but why just... are you like, I'm a little offended for Louis C.K. Why is it, it wasn't a porn show. It was a stand-up comedy show by one of the most famous people on earth. Well, this is the, I think now I finally do get the whole argument about like, stop kink shaming me. I think that's how the freaks of the world feel now. Yeah, right. I think I have the same feeling. It's just like, there shouldn't be anything wrong with going to a Louis C. There shouldn't be anything wrong with going to a Bill Cosby show because as we all know, Bill Cosby did nothing wrong, right? But like, as- <laughs> but But you know what I'm saying though, right? Like you, you should just, I don't feel like I would have felt like that going to a Michael Jackson concert, even though we all know what happened there. But there, I don't know. For some reason, no, Louis C.K. doesn't. What? There's a difference here. We don't. Because he never admitted to it we, like and, Louis and did. And also, like, you know, he was exonerated in court and everything. But with Louis, I think what's – it's the same thing. You know how sometimes, like, you'll walk into the bathroom and then you'll see, oh, shit, my auntie's on the pot or whatever, right? And you're like, oh shit, and you walk away, and then you can never really look at them the same way again. Yeah. I think that's what's happened to Louis, which is like, everyone's like, yeah. everyone on earth knows what his kink is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? It's exactly. a bit of that. Exactly. It's a bit of that. And then you're kind of just like, I don't want to know that. <laughs> but it was really strange because do. his entire life is just sitting, most of his jokes are him explaining 
uncomfortable sexual situations yeah, he's yeah. been in his life. Yeah, but we never knew. We look, I f- for like before this entire Louis C.K. New York Times story came out, I had seen so many of his like. I was I'm a, I'm a huge fan, right? So I had seen all of his Opie and Anthony per, uh, uh, like uh, performances. Every no, yes, the golden that years he, that he had ever done, and I knew already. That he jerks off in front of people because yep. he used to say it. Yeah. But it didn't make a difference because we were like, oh, he might be joking. He might mm. be. But now we know. Oh, he wasn't joking. <laughs> but I don't even think it's. <laughs> I don't even, even think it's that. I honestly think it's just that there's that one Guardian article being like, oh, my God. He's sold out. <laughs> think about all of the sick freaks that are going to that show just knowing that someone else thinks that you're kind of just like hey i've, I've, I've got yeah. my own secret you know yeah, like, yeah. Uh, it's like don't judge me I'm, yeah i like comedy what can i say it felt like that i swear yeah. to god yeah yeah it was yeah, yeah. something a bit x-rated about going to louis ck yeah. but having well, said that like dude i honestly it. think like dude, i like the guy like i honestly think he's like a very thoughtful sensitive sweet man yeah he is and he's also Dude, having even though I just said that his show was average, he's also a comedic genius. Like his observations, you can really tell the difference between a normal comedian and one of the best comedians. I he, feel he like thinks sorry differently. Really his good. tangents were different. I can't think of many comedians that would have come up with the same exact observations that he did. That's definitely true. Look, as much as we were ragging on the fact that it was all shock and awe, at least it was a pure Louis C.K. presents the Second Gulf War. <laughs> yes, yeah? It had its own Donald Rumsfeld flavor to it. All right, let's let's <laughs> let's switch some gears. Let's go. The metaphors into, lost to me, but I think I know where you're going. <laughs> let's go to a different. Yeah, it's lost me as well. <laughs> Jordan, so as you know, for the last three weeks, I was obsessed with the cricket. So I had ignored everything that was happening. You, you know what I got to say? Like in that last three weeks, I was just like. Who is this man? Yeah, I know, I know. I, know. Like, I just don't get it. As soon as we lost the final, half an hour later, I was like into the whole uh, midterms. But by that point, the midterms had already happened and it was four days late. So now you have to tell me. So I've just gotten into the midterms. Oh, yeah. And I found yeah. out, this is what the news is reporting, that the biggest loser is Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's true? Yes and no. So for those of you who might not know, because, you know, you are Australians. Yeah. Very much like that guy who got I'm sick to death of people talking about America all the time. Now, what happened in Nevada? Let's let's get into this. (laughs) Arizona. Yeah, well, the governor's race, I think it was just called. The hypocrites. So uh, midterms, uh, the Republicans were expected to win. There was supposed to be a red wave. And it turns out that the Democrats won the Senate. However, I think the Republicans have won the co- uh, the House, right? Maybe. Most likely they've won the House. I sincerely hope they don't because I put quite a lot of money on sports bet that they wouldn't. But Oh, I thought you I, went all in on the Dems. I went all in on the Dems. But that's what you're saying. Yeah, Dems but House and Senate, he went well, all in. Well, no, no. I, went, I thought they were going to win the House and the Senate. And got to say, good call by me. I... Would like to announce my official retirement from podcasting and YouTubing. <laughs> I'm going to become a professional slot jockey. Yeah. It gets better returns Teach than the stock ways. market. I'll tell you, this is the only thing that got me through it was just like, well, Michael Moore said it and it. he called Trump. So 
That's enough. And he's pretty right. He was on the money. And then also, it was just as soon as I saw that there was like huge turnout in Georgia, I thought, yeah, the Democrats are going to have a good night. You can't have a lot of people going to the ballots and not voting for the Democrats. Wait a sec. So the Dems will get the Senate? Yep. And the House don't know yet. Don't know about the House. But it's most likely going to be Republicans. Most likely going to be Republicans. However... There are still many tight races to be called in California. <laughs> California is, what? they call it uh, election season in California. California because of how long it takes to count. Really? California's blue as shit. Yeah. But this is the whole thing. This is why there's they... There's certain they, parts of is, California that are actually red. Big yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. But but the, the reason, Ali, you wanted to know, <clears throat> and you will get answers. Uh the reason that this happens, and then you have all of the red states called, is because... All old people are just like mm, put on their calendar, just being like, mm, just four more years before I can kick out the goddamn Demi Catch. Right, yeah. They're waiting for it and they've got nothing else to wait for. Yeah. I mean, how much fucking golf can you play? Like, you can, you can do one day without it, right? Or at least half a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they're going to go on election day because they've got nothing else. But like, Here's the thing, like most single mums are just like, huh, no election? Holy fuck, man. Like they, they can't remember. Yeah. So like if, if you are mailing out ballots and saying you can vote by via mail, it's going to yeah. preference the Democrats yeah, to it. Yeah, Dems always, yeah. The, and the they they usually they win the mail in. the mail, yeah. right? Yeah. Actually, that's how it... Right. Like, like, we all know the Postal Service is the choice of Zoomers. They well, love Australia Post. Uh, See, yep. that's how I made a fair bit of money on the Joe Biden v. Trump election because I think I figured out something that sports bet didn't, which is that postal votes favor Democrats. I, I love that. I love that sports bet is just so dumb that all they think about is like horse racing, footy. And so then they just yeah. look at polls and they think, like, yeah, it's a shoe-in for the Republicans. <laughs> that's all they've got to yeah. go for. Murdoch hasn't steered us wrong in the past. Yeah. Half his paper's just slot jockey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember yeah. like sports bet, and this was a dumb move by them, but... Uh, I remember the odds were like pretty even between Trump and Biden. And then the first election results just started coming in and they were neck and neck, but Trump was winning. And, and so it immediately went to two to one. Immediately the odds skyrocketed yep, yep, for I remember. Trump winning. And I was like, but there's no postal votes counted. Idiots. And then as soon as that happened, I was like, money, money, money on Biden. Mm. And we won that. And I was, and I was so happy that we beat the system. Fuck, I hope no one from the TAB listens to this podcast. Like, yeah, no, we we really are giving away a lot of secrets yeah, yeah, here. Yeah. This is all a joke. We're all, this is satire, just in case. No, I, I did make that. Yeah, don't listen to us. It's not like we make our living off of analysing politics, so just <laughs> yeah. keep no, on like, uh, what's, what's with the... Is, uh, every, I'll tell you why. I'm, every media outlet was saying that Trump is the biggest loser in this, and then I found out that apparently they're saying that because... Nice catch. Fucking, no wonder he likes cricket. <laughs> we still lost. But, the, <laughs> but, but the, re, uh, the reason why they were saying that Trump is the biggest loser is because Trump had mentioned how he hates that. So everyone just kept doing it. So my question is, is he actually the biggest loser? Or why is he the loser? First of all, it was really neck and neck anyways. Because apparently he he got like all the, all, the, all the Republican candidates he put forward were like, each more hilarious than the last, Doctor Oz. I was gonna Herschel Walker, and apparently uh, he's further up the list. Yeah, but apparently I'm gonna Americans I'm gonna, just, I'm yeah. gonna get onto Doctor Oz as well because I want to know more details about that. But let's first start with Herschel Walker. 
this is all I know about Herschel Walker. I saw one of his speeches and he was saying some batshit crazy stuff. He was saying like, you know, when you're uh, when you're uh, uh, when you're going through a pile of shit, right? There's a lot of horse manure, the donkey, donkey, and donkey manure, and you're and you're scooping it out, and you're scooping it out. People are gonna be like, "This sucks," but sometimes there's a pony at the end of that horse manure, and boys, I'm I'm saying that there's a pony here. I'm sure that you were making an interpretation of that and cleaning no, it no, up, no, and no. even then it's insane. This is exactly what he said. Uh-huh. Horse manure, pony, digging, all of this is by him. And I was thinking, who the fuck is this man, and why is he allowed to run for elections? Because <laughs> he was good at football. Oh, so he's a footy player. Yes. So what did he, first of all, did he <laughs> win? I hope he won. <laughs> no, he's going to the runoffs, which he doesn't even call runoffs because he's from football. He calls it overtime. <laughs> 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 but that was the greatest analogy of like, I can't say it because of my skin color, but you all know that old, when Chris Rock used to be good, right? Like the old joke that he used to yeah, make yeah, dividing yeah, yeah, black yeah, yeah, people yeah. up. That is the Georgia runoffs. The Democrat guy is some boring dude with glasses, bald head, sitting there just being like, it would be an embarrassment for this fine state to have somebody who has not the integrity or the vision to get us out of our slumps when it comes to the black community. And then everyone's just kind of politely clapping in the background. No cheering at all. Like a really boring, who are you candidate, yeah. right? And then it comes to Herschel Walker and nothing that he's saying makes any sense at all, but the entire audience is just cheering like it's a Trump <laughs> rally. Why did he he's lo- so good. He's so funny. But why did he lose then? It's very close. Because it's, it's like, like, 49% like to 49%. It's, it's just like, like yeah, look. And also the other thing is Georgia's doing pretty well for the Democrats in general. Like it's trending that way. But I think that that's pretty much it. That's the only thing that just got him over the line. I think he's going to lose when it comes to the next one because now Republicans are going to sit there and think, oh, well, if we've lost the House anyway, I'm not going to vote for this embarrassment, which will be all like the old whites. They're not going to vote for him anymore. And it's just going to be all of those ATL rappers that I used to like when I was 18 that are just going to be like, yeah, Herschel. <laughs> They're going to be voting for him. I really hope he won because I just saw that once be like, this guy has to win. He's not even <laughs> he's the president. So good. He's got so much flavor. We can risk it with this yeah, little seat. You know, it's fine. He's entertaining. We need him. Okay. Now, secondly, do you know the the guy, the governor of uh, Massachusetts? Uh, the hot one? No, he is the most boring man ever. And he won. He literally, he comes out. He's an old, he looks like a really old uh, uncharismatic Chomsky and he's just on the thing and this was his victory speech again I'm not kidding he just goes boring wins <laughs> that wasn't Massachusetts but yeah what was it it was like Wisconsin Wisconsin yeah, 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 sorry yeah. Wisconsin no oh, was it Wisconsin yeah Wisconsin, he was like yeah. boring has won and everyone's like yeah because oh, this the, is the really the yeah was like really subdued it was like yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but i love that i love seeing that i'm like that's good make it boring again we got to make politics boring again so no we need her to walk you call me a man of extremes miss you like that candidate yeah and you like herschel walker <laughs> Well, one's north, one's south. It's all about yin and yang, you know? It is. It is. It's definitely that. <laughs> and you can have both of this in it. Why not? The thing is, you know, that's really interesting about Wisconsin 
And this is a point that I don't think actually MSNBC has been hammering it heaps to their credit. Dude, gerrymandering in the US is mental. They had you know what you know what gerrymandering comes from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember it was uh remind me again. I do remember uh it was it was one county, right? Yeah. And then the and that's where they redrew the borders, and then it yeah, they redrew it to look like an L, and then some eighteen hundreds cartoonist made it look like a salamander, <laughs> and the governor who did it was called Jerry, that's and they were like, yeah. "Look, everyone, it's yeah. the gerrymander." Pretty good. And then they got laughed out of existence, and then that ended, and then modern day Republicans were like, "Why did we?" Get Stop rid of that. That was that. cool. Like, <laughs> just kept going with it. And so everybody that's always... This is the other thing that the press is always putting up in front of Trump, which I think is actually the point that could favour him. Mm. You know how everyone's always saying, like, Ron DeSantis is the future of the Republican Party. Yeah. Look at how well he won. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to win if you draw up maps like that where it's kind of just like... Yeah, okay, so there's like a bunch of Republican voters there, so we'll just run a thin line, and then there's a bunch of other Republican voters here, and that's Florida now. But Florida was always one of these swing states, like Georgia used to be, of like, who's going to win it? And now, every time they're like, oh my God, the Republicans have won every single seat available. Uh, how did this happen? Yeah, but did like, that, that was, it was a swing state in the fucking 20th century. Yeah. Did Democrats it's And then the Republicans started winning, and they started gerrymandering it. And this is what's happened with Wisconsin Dude, as well. Do you, you know, know what happened in have Wisconsin? Have you seen people from Florida? Yeah. They do not vote Dems. But half of them do. Some of them do, but people from Florida are like increasingly Republican now. In that fact, might only, be the case, but I honestly don't think, like if he wasn't- They're MAGA Republican. Well, see, this is the other thing that Donald Trump has that the rest of them don't, which is that people that are voting for Trump are voting for Trump. They're not voting for the Republican Party. So if you get rid of Donald Trump, you've deflated your vote by like 30%. So they can say, all right, his candidates that he was picking are too crazy. But if you have Donald Trump at the top of the ticket and he's the only crazy one, and then you have all these other boring Mitch McConnell types, you're in a much better position. So you I think that's just it. It's just like, he shouldn't be picking the candidates for the Republican Party. It should, but this is what I like especially about it because all of that infrastructure to make the Republican Party more and more hollowed out and more and more uh, just appealing to these very niche groups like your evangelicals and your gun nuts. That was deliberate by design by the Koch brothers. They've been doing it for the last 30 years and they've been very successful at it. And they had almost a clasp control over the Republican Party. And then Donald Trump's pizzazz came in in the last second and just stole all of that infrastructure. And then he just put in a bunch of hilarious daytime talk show hosts yeah. <laughs> to just kind of just be like, he's going to like a shit me, put him in. That's so they're kind of like in a catch 22 at the moment. I do really like that because I but think where, that like the Dems are just kind of, they're in a safe place now. But where is this like uh, civil war between DeSantis and Trump going? I just think that think th this is run? what's going to happen. Has that, Trump lost? No, I think that the establishment is saying that and Donald Trump's audience is not listening. They are not watching this, this CNN. Is, this is popularity dropping. Yeah but not amongst his hardcore voters that right. are going to come out for the primaries and just slam him in. So There's you think he'll you think he'll uh, you think he'll run? 
Yeah, for sure. Trump, and you get it. Trump has been like announcing that he's going to run. But he hasn't. Yeah, but like, dude, I watched one of his interviews and this is what he was saying. He was like, you're going to hear, because they kept asking him, are you going to run? Are you going to run President Trump? He's like, you're going to hear some really good news. Uh, I'm ca- I cannot make that announcement just now Shit, really. for tax purposes. <laughs> you, you don't want to know. It's really bad. It's, it's the, the system's really rigged. But <laughs> I just want to say that had I not had that issue, I would make that announcement now Shit. and it would have been very positive. And now I'm going, when I do it, you're going to be happy. Really? You're going to be very happy. Man, you know what else I really like about U.S. elections? No ambiguity. No <laughs> ambiguity. I, I, I love that when you watch your CNNs, your MSNBCs, and your Foxes, there's all these Hunger Games graphics in the background. When somebody gets elected, <laughs> it's just like, and a, the governor from Michigan has won a second term. We can now confirm that. And there'll be like all this triumphant music being like, beep, 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 beep. Fireworks going on in the background. And then just like that real military drum playing. <laughs> just it is so <laughs> epic. And it's just like, yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah, just like, yeah. what, for an area of land that's the size of New England? In, yeah, the, yeah, but he yeah. gets this like, hail to the chief does he when he wins mm. and then in australia all that happens is you've got five or six fat sausage dudes sizzles. sitting around huh just sausage sizzles. yeah every time they're like oh, i'm bored where's your sausage <laughs> and then when it comes to when people are like winning or not they don't celebrate someone winning they're just like yeah and show the member for graylander yeah he's been in for like eight times yeah just wind up the boot there barry <laughs> yeah, the, the simpsons boot the simpsons boot <laughs> the fucking boot that happens in australia we actually boot out the losers Dude, yeah, keep the bastard on us. That's what I say. Australia's better, though. It's I know what system. country I'm picking. Yeah, Why? Australia. I'm picking America. No, I like on. the I epicness like, of no, it. But I like that here, like, being a politician isn't something that's super revered. It's kind of like, you know you're scum, though, right? It's like, yeah, yeah I know I'm scum. It's like, good, good. Just, just make sure you know you're scum. I wouldn't be voting if there wasn't a sausage sizzle. You know? That's mad. Do you? Yeah. So you're really not into the whole... No, no, I'm into it for the entertainment value, but not for like a functioning country value. So you don't think that that's good that people are respecting their public figures? No, it's like good. Like even their like attorney general getting elected? It's, it's good, but they glorify it and, they, and they, it's a caricature. You know, they glorify it and it's a caricature. I think it's not good to be like... Because now every speech in America of a politician, it's just like how many times can you say freedom? They're like... This my opponent isn't fr- doesn't love freedom as much as I love freedom. This is a free country. We're built on freedom. That's why I'm introducing the freedom tax. Sorry, the freedom avoidance tax for people that don't love freedom or tax tires. Like, what? what Dude, how good about? is this? The the there where they're introducing the infrastructure bill to get that passed. They can't call it the infrastructure yeah. bill. They have to call it the China competition bill. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the Democrats. That's the Democrats. Isn't that awesome? I love that about America. It's insane. That's, oh, that's cool. The only way they can justify building a bridge that people are literally falling off. They're just like, well, there's no choice. We have to do China's it. got a better bridge yeah, than us. Exactly. We can't let those damn chinks win on us. That's the, the greatest country on earth, damn that's it. That's the only yeah, but you know, That's cool. And then, you know what else? No, this it's is dumb. It, you know, today, I was trying to explain to Miss what the filibuster is, and I couldn't remember what the filibuster is called. And it's just, it's such an old-timey word. Like, that's 1800s America mm. right there, filibuster. Couldn't remember it. 
And then Miss Love was trying to fill in the blanks and then he was just calling it. You know what the filibuster is. For anyone who doesn't know, it's just you get to sit up and as long as you keep talking and don't need a drink of water, you can keep going. <laughs> and you can up. just hold up trillions of dollars wow. of investment That's because wow. you personally don't like Jesus. it. You get elected to the Senate kind of cool and then you'll go back to Arkansas or whatever and they'll be like, we love you, Bill. Like they're going to they're gonna really support you yes. for like tanking the economy me to get like a few extra dollars to your <laughs> yes! state it's Fuck. awesome but uh, obviously the democrats want to do it because again uh, this is uh, how are they selling it why are they getting rid of the filibuster they're just again framing it like that just being like i don't think that we can compete in the 21st century against china if we have this this is just so inefficient i mean the chinese can pass whatever they want and we're just allowing this one guy from massachusetts <laughs> to do this is insane you're saying that you hate america that much sure yeah. that's how they have to pass that but when i was saying that to beers and how much would this be what it would be called today if it was filibusters were introduced now? Freedom talk. Don't you think? It's just like that is modern America, right? That, yes. that's, that's Fox News influence yes. right there. Yes. That the filibuster would be called freedom time. <laughs> yeah, freedom time. <laughs> You're restricting my freedom. It's insane. It's like, like <laughs> everything uh, is just this rhetoric back and forth argument of just like, I think it's less free to yeah. have free time. I know. It's like, it, I everything just has to be free. framed like yeah, that. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like, it's, it's like, uh, it's, it's not time efficient. It's like vague and like, uh, this ethereal thing. You know, where, thing, you know right? where that comes from, right? So it's the, the, the idea is that you can't pass a law or you can't pass a bill without adequate debate. And so just this one concept is being abused by like, well, if adequate debate means that I can keep talking yeah. for 10 hours, yeah. then no one can pass shit. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And so they're just like, they're killing time. That's all that's happening. You know I saw like Ron Paul once say that point. It was so good. It was because he talked for like 10 hours or something. No, Rand Paul. He talked for <laughs> 10 hours and he refused to say that he was filibustering and everyone was just being like, you're holding it up, sir. Sir, you're holding this up. This is that he was just like, I'm sorry, but I need 10 hours to point out just how bad this bill is. There are just so many bad things about it's so it. so fucking obvious. The only bill worse than deal, this so bill obvious. is Bill Clinton. Yeah, exactly. He probably said that. Many times. Yeah, He's got yeah, 10 yeah. hours to fill. Yeah, that was, that's a stand-up show I want to see. I'd rather watch that. That'd be better than Louis yeah. C.K. Just oh, for sure. Like, and another well, reason. I think that you're onto a winner there. Mitch McConnell talking to the Senate Hell is yeah. way better than Louis C.K. Yeah, 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 better than any stand-up comedian. You're not going to beat that. How can you beat someone whose voice sounds like a low note on a trumpet? <laughs> just right, look, the colonel. Before, brr, before brr. we move on from this and our audience gets annoyed that we're talking about America so much, um, Dr. Oz v... That other guy that won, but uh, no one knows the name of. Oh no! It's yeah, a, yeah. The, what, the, the, what was it's that? The, the homeless suit. man on the yeah, train. Yeah, what's won. his name? Um, he's won. That yeah, homeless won. man. Yeah, the homeless name. man won. The, the homeless Dude, man. Didn't he make his announcement dressed in like worse clothes than I do? He, he also, had like board yeah. shorts on. He's he wearing curly. He also had a <laughs> brain hemorrhage and a stroke. He can't speak. <laughs> Why do people hate Dr. Oz how so much? How can Dr. Oz be so distracted? He was on television how... for 20 years. Oh, what's that guy's name? I gotta find. I gotta. And find how could it be? This is the this is the really embarrassing thing. It's not like a Georgia runoff or anything like that. It was called the night. It was one of the first election nights to be called. Apparently, John Fetterman. John yeah, Fetterman. You've got to look him up because he looks 
like if um, Adam Sandler was never successful and was aged <laughs> 10 years more. Yeah. yeah, and was related to Rasputin. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know he had a stroke? I'm not surprised. Like people ask him shit, Dude, and they're like, what do you think of this reform? And he would just stare at him and be like, uh, and he has teleprompters. He's like, hey. Dude, you know who yeah. should have a stroke? Dr. fucking Oz. How yeah. can that man... I can't who, believe he lost. Apparently, apparently, I thought that was a shoo-in. Apparently the news is that where Trump was like, okay, so Dr. Uh, Mehmet, that's his name, right? Mehmet Oz is definitely going to win this one. And then like um, the news comes in, and it's been called. The first, uh, first result of the night, Dr. Oz has lost. <laughs> apparently Trump flipped out. Yeah. Did he? He started screaming yeah. at Melania. He started screaming at he all told of his Melania. advisors. He was like, and, and who Sean came Hannity? up to me and said dude, this was a good idea? Dude, 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 Morons. Dude, he went up to Sean Hannity, on record, went to Sean Hannity and uh, his wife and was like, I don't think it was a very good idea. Very bad advice from both of you. <laughs> and Huntington was like, I thought it was a shoo-in, Mr. President. I'm like, not listening to you anymore, Sean. That actually happened. <laughs> Dude, who does he have in his inner circle if he doesn't have Sean Hannity? <laughs> who is he listening Sean, to? <laughs> if that know. guy's on the air. Well, I don't know now. Sean Hannity, Kanye, and Melania. Yeah. Kanye? Yeah, I'm probably. sure he's part oh of the God. advising team. He Man, to here's the question though: Would Kanye win a Senate position? No, he would Dude, not. Not now. <laughs> not now. <laughs> what if it was him versus Mel Gibson? Dude, you know what? Who? Mel Gibson would win because uh, it's been too long. People forgive him. It's been too long, and then Mel Gibson also has. I know what's happened. I'm not commenting on that aspect, but other than that. He looks like a trustable man. Dude, he kind of looks like Karl Marx. I don't know if that's going to play <laughs> well in the US Did Senate. you guys hear uh, Chappelle's SNL thing about Kanye? No. It's pretty funny. Uh, that's all I'll say about that. It, it was pretty funny. Like, because he, he did that classic thing of like, it was like, oh no, he's 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 gone too far. And then was like, no, no, no. But like, you know, it's just fine. But like, it, it, it was pretty good. Like, he was just like, calling, he was just like, I'm not saying that. Uh, <laughs> he was like, he was like, if you call it a mob, if it's if it's a bunch of Italians, it's a mob. If it's a bunch of black people, it's a gang. If it's a bunch of Jews, you don't notice it and don't talk about it. And then he goes, "Whoa!" He said that and on then he goes, Saturday Night Live, you know Jew said? Central. You know Let's not said? forget, Chappelle is a Muslim brother. Yeah, yeah. You know what else? He, yeah, he's yeah. Muslim. You know what he said to I mean, though? Fake Muslim. How good is this? He's like, he's like, I. And he was like, in how he goes, uh, he was like, I've been to Hollywood, and I, I, I'm not, I'm not saying, you know anything about it but you know that place is a lot of fucking jews like a lot like all jews i'm just like how are you saying this is crazy you're getting away with this shit on snl so he said exactly what kanye kind of more kind of worse how does he get away with it <laughs> but then he sort of at the end of it was like but obviously i love you like but like it's like still i was like damn that's racy that's racy as but was, surely kanye in his ramblings at one point was kind of like i'm not saying like fiddle around the roof was a good movie man he, did like, yeah, dude, <laughs> dude, he basically doubled down on what kanye said i was just like jesus christ so what's the difference not much is it just because it's a joke I is think that, that i think that because i think you know what the difference is this is what it is it's not like Chomsky can say what Kanye says and it's fine because he can say it eloquently and he talks really slowly. But Kanye's hyped up and like bipolar and mental and it's just the, it's the delivery that's scary. He's like, motherfucker, and it's just like, whoa. But then, you know. Yeah, I suppose Dave Chappelle's bit very, didn't include the phrase DEFCON no, 3. No, exactly. Like Chappelle's very charismatic and well even. So he can, 
It's all about how you say something, not what you say. That's my yeah, latest take. Well, yeah, you actually could be right on I it. I honestly feel apparently, that way. Think about it. It's like, the, yeah. I love you. But there's also, you, you there's know? a few SNL uh, uh, crew and that writers that boycotted that yeah, SNL yeah, show. Not, not crew. It was writers. All the actors stayed. All the juice, basically, boy. <laughs> no, but dude, it was no, the no, writers no, that were no, just no. like, I am taking a stand. It's like, I think Good. we all know why you're taking it. We don't want you to write the skits because SNL sucks. Like, the actors were like, it's actually going to be funny. Yeah. Because Dave yeah, yeah, yeah. like shit. Yeah, just an hour of improv and Dave Chappelle. That is a huge improvement yeah, the on the writers. Mario sketch that they stole from me. You and heard Butchard. it here first. Exactly. Stolen from Yeah, they did. Uh, that's confirmed, right? They did steal it from No, it's not confirmed. It's not confirmed but but there like, are a bunch of YouTubers I found out afterwards that are always saying, you fucking... You can't. You watch my. Oh, that's what. Yeah, they do. They do they it all do. the time. They well, think about how low would. Saturday Night Live is, and the amount of shit they have to churn out. Yeah, no way they're not like just being like, I'll just take a little scour on Ask Jeeves, you know? Yeah, I think that that's Ask a and I know for a fact that like the Daily Show writers, even though this isn't a compliment anymore, but it would have been if it was ten years ago. <laughs> yeah. They watch my show. That's mad. That's still mad. Come on. That's still so great. if they're watching it, still I mean, they're in New York, aren't they? Yeah. Jews yeah, yeah. talk to each other. <laughs> <laughs> just everything just goes, beep, deep platform. Um, All right, look. Uh, yeah, anyway, we, I thought, you'll have got, to see. We've it. had a few more segments, but the one that I keep getting on the chat is, talk about how you cried after losing to England. So maybe <laughs> I'll talk about that. Do Did it. you cry? <laughs> no, I didn't. I was actually pretty zen. I was chill. You'd have to be pretty zen because let's be honest, you didn't deserve to be there. You knew it was coming. Oh. Yeah. Shut oh, the fuck you, didn't, you were. A, that, that was just being at a wedding that you weren't invited to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the best one. Hey, do you know? Do yeah, you know, well, it's free meal. Oh, dude, I've got <laughs> to tell you this boots. story. Oh, well, that's the best Miss, part. I've got to, <laughs> in your world for sure. Look at that. <laughs> hey, they're both on par with me. Miss, can I tell you the story? So, Did you drink all those carton dries? I had one. There's only one left in the fridge, right? <laughs> You had one. Did I? Remember? We celebrated. Well, at least I had one out of the six. <laughs> I don't think uh, that's I had a that good bit. improvement on what I thought well, it was. Yeah, yeah. I, I Miss, don't think I had five. Miss, you've got to hear this story. So yeah, this yeah. happened at the semifinal at the SCG when I was there. Yeah. So me and like uh, three or four of my boys and like uh, uh, my brother Sanju, he was sitting right next to me, right? And so this was... In hindsight, a case of mistaken identity. Trigger warning for all Indians. I apologize in advance. So he he was there was this guy. There was the two people walked in and they were sitting right in front of us. One of them was like a, a brown dude, and he was with his uh, white friend. Right, just for context, I'll tell you. So every time, so this was Pakistan versus Jesus. New why does every Ali have a Jordan in this country? I don't know. It just What's happens. going on there? <laughs> it happens. But it's funny because this Jordan was actually really funny. <laughs> this Jordan. This Jordan, this Jordan was Jordan fucking was hilarious. <laughs> so what happens is, Miss, mm. so uh, this guy, it was a case of mistaken identity initially. So what happens is every time New Zealand even scores a fucking single, this, in the, in the, the brown guy, he would get up and he would start dancing like he, they've just won the match. And I was like getting, Jesus. I was getting a little fucking annoyed. It's a by long it, right? game. Ah, yeah, I know. So what then that's like. this, this, this <laughs> so then this happens, right? So yes, you do. So then I start heckling him from behind. So I go like, I initially say, uh, all of these fake uh, kiwis. I'm saying this all in Urdu, right? All of these fake kiwis can fuck their mum. 
Holy and so, shit. Just a nice light heckle. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, Can you say it in... I want to hear it. Sare nakli... Sare nakli kiwis machadai. Sare nakli kiwis machadai. Yeah. All these fake music. Dude, I don't feel sorry for CK getting heckled at all anymore. That's yeah. way harsher. So then... So, so then, <laughs> so then and then I realized after a certain point that, oh, maybe like... He's just a Kiwi and he happens to be brown. Oh. But by then it was too late because I was so into it and I was really, really hammering. This is part of the fucking cricket culture in Pakistan too. I'm not proud of it. No, heckling's... Just, that's, what are you I talking just, about? That's everyone. That's same as Australia. I, just got, I hate how we got caught out for that. Yeah, yeah, but everyone does. It's part of the game. Sledging. And so it's at one sledging. point... It's in the yeah, game. sledging. At one point, right? So at one point... So now New Zealand is losing, right? And Pakistan's winning. So I go, uh, <laughs> one of the new Kiwi players is uh, this, he's an Indian spinner. His name, like, he's brown, but he's Kiwi, and his name's Ish Sodi, right? So then I go, like, and I didn't realize this was really gonna bother him. I was like, oh my God, all of these Ish Sodis have really chilled out, boys. <laughs> and so as soon as I say that, Miss, holy shit, Miss, you're ballsy, dude. He looks back, he turns around, and he says, he's, he's frothing with anger. From his mouth, and he goes, I understand everything that you have been saying. And so now I'm like, oh shit, maybe this is too much. But then I go, like, bro, I'm talking about Ish Sodi. I'm not talking about you. Are you related to him? Just because you're brown, you're gonna look out for him. He's like, and then he looks at me again. And he says, I understand everything. <laughs> and then he starts looking forward. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy and shit. after that, I didn't heckle him at all. Oh my god! By that point, you tried to save it though, Ali. I did. I, I, and at the end, and this is also a custom. At the end of the match, you go up to the person that you were heckling and you go like, "Look, good game. If you lost, then you say, you know, well played. You 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 were better. It than is us. the gentleman's game. And Wait if you lose, and you go like, it was a game. Wait, New Zealand was playing Pakistan in the semifinals oh, at the SCG. And do you think this guy was Pakistani or Kiwi? He was probably at the time. I thought he was just an Indian guy who was being uh, annoying. That could have been because it. there's my brother went to the MCG and there was a lot of those. In fact, there was a bit of a struggle in his enclave between the Aussies and the Indians. Actually, anyway, so I thought he was just an Indian guy who was being a cunt. But in hindsight, he probably wasn't. He was just brown and he was Kiwi and he was just cheering for his team. Right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> 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 but either way, he was doing oh, it in an shit. annoying way. Oh, that's crazy. Uh, annoying. Uh, so, but I wanted to, like, at the end of it, like, go up to him and be like, hey, like, I'm sorry, and, like, you know, all well played and mm. everything. Call me Ishmael. But he left early. Oh. <laughs> he just, he caught up. You and he ruined went, his oh, dad. And the last bit, the last bit. So, his white friend, his Jordan, at some point, he realized that, like, we're really fucking with his mate. Right? And so, he's, every time after that, if Pakistan scored like a four or a six or got a wicket, he would turn his phone on and he would point towards oh, the guy just oh to get guy. his reaction. Oh, I thought, so his friends turned on him. <laughs> oh, he was heckling him. He was yeah. like, oh, for fuck's sake. So his friend kind of was like supporting me. But anyways, uh, look, that... But <sighs> Dude, in, you're a funny cunt. At the MCG, uh, apparently this happened. So my brother went there. He drove there. And uh, so, you know, there's like... the. There was a lot of Indians that had bought tickets for. Um, they assumed that India was going to play in the final, which, but it didn't. They India could, couldn't get qualified, so they tried to sell their tickets. But a lot of them couldn't sell their tickets, so they sh showed up. And their idea was that you know, 
India's definitely going to be in the final. So they were all ready. They had like these massive flags, but India didn't come. So they were like, fuck it. We'll just do it anyways. So they show up to the England versus Pakistan game, right? That's, that's so bizarre. most of the public, most of the, the spectators are Pakistanis. Then there's a chunk of Indians who are wearing Indian jerseys and they have like Indian flags in their hands. And then there's Aussies, right? Who are just watching there. Aussies were supporting Pakistan because like, you know, anyone against the Palms. So every time like uh, England would score or something, all the Indians would like get up. This is according to my brother. All the Indians would get up and they would like start waving the flags. And then there was like animosity between the Pakistanis and Indians that happened. Right. And so every time like Indian, it, like Pakistani would get wicked, people would start screaming. At least we got one because, you know, they lost by 10 wickets. So uh, they, but at one point, my brother was saying that the Aussies got upset with the Indians. And he was saying this Australian dude was sitting right next to me. And he was like getting annoyed by like this massive Indian flag that would cover the entire view every time England scored. Mm. And so he was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You aren't even playing in the <laughs> final. <laughs> and uh, my brother was telling me this with ultimate joy. <laughs> anyways, coming back it's to this point. proxy that, for politics. Yeah, it yeah. And yeah. anyways, and, and coming politics. back to the point that everyone was saying, I mean, yes, I was sad that Pakistan lost to England. Uh, but they made some pretty shit decisions. If you watch the match, I think their entire approach, initially they made some wrong assessments. They thought it was a wicket because the Indian England batting was so strong. They thought that they should probably get to 170, 180, which in hindsight was a dumb move because that pitch was not uh, 180. It was at best 160. So if they had played conservatively in the batting, their bowling was good. Pakistani bowling is really good. And even with like a shitty... 130 total the, they almost won the game and one of the fast bowlers got injured so they couldn't go over. so it was it was sad but like it wasn't sad that i was crying i was happy that they played i was happy that they came into the finals and you know next time around playing in australia for subcontinent players particularly pocket players is very difficult dude why the pitch behaves differently over here if yeah, we have grass no it's not <laughs> it's not the grass it's like yes it's, it is it's the bounce it's the yeah. bounce so Oh, yeah, because Again, we don't have monsoon season. Maybe, whatever. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the soil, but Australian pitches are just really... Australian, South African pitches are this are similar as well. So if a ball, once it hits the ground and it comes to you, let's say on your head in Australia, that same ball is going to come to your tummy in subcontinent. Shit. And so it, it becomes really difficult for Asian players to play in that. And then not only just Walkers. that, it comes faster as well. So it's a difficult country for Pakis to play in, and Pakis have had a horrible record in, in Australia, except for in 1992, they somehow won the World Cup. So I was actually happy. I never expected them to be in the final. I feel like you're just blaming the environment for having shit team. In cricket, it matters. It's a fact. I'm it's telling you, in cricket, it matters it's more than other sports. It is a factor. They're always talking yeah, about the pitch. They're always talking about, like, you know, the grounds. Like, it is, it I is know they're fact. always talking about the grounds. But, but not, not, I mean, all like, teams. Don't you think teams. Shane Warne just killed it wherever he went? Shane Warne. But if you think it. about it, if he plays in Pakistan, all that's happening is the... the he becomes the ball, more deadly. No, no, no. The, the, the ball is coming at you slower and lower. That's a lot easier yeah. to adjust to than higher and faster. Shouldn't that advantage you? It does. Some, it's but, hurting but a lot need, of cricketers. It would advantage our fast ball because our bowlers are really fast. We've got oh, like yeah, that's four a good point, bowlers actually, yeah. that are bowling at like 145 plus. So but which not is, good for batsmen. 
Which is, yeah, but not good for batsmen. And the bowlers, the problem with the bowlers is they really need to, like, first understand how to bowl on these pitches. So they've got the goods. They can bowl really fast, which will be amazing for Australian pitches. And, and like, that's why they reached the final. You take Pakistani Why don't they just do that thing in The Simpsons where they made the toilet go the other way <laughs> and they just make a cricket ground in Pakistan? Some guy just commented that the bounce is different in Australia because of gravity. Like, diff- the gravity works differently in Southern Hemisphere. I don't know if uh, that's Okay, we're, we're really picking at straws. No, 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 I think that's fair. Plus, I, don't, I don't know if that's And true. they were jet-lagged, you know what it's like. they're not going to change the fucking pitch for the no, team. No, and that's the beauty of cricket. You don't need to. This is part of it, that you go into... Uh, different conditions that are really difficult and you overcome it. That's part of it. England won the World Cup. Their conditions are different to Australia as well, which is why every time they come here for Ashes, they get their ass whooped by Australians because they're used to like low swinging pitches. And then you come to Australia, there's barely any swing. There's immense speed and bounce. Man, why don't they just, if it's in Australia, they just say, yeah, okay, Australia automatically won. Now let's just see who... (laughs) Like one more. Yeah, I think that's you, fair. People that's thought fair. that, but Australia got out in the group stages. So sometimes <sighs> upset. Yeah, well, it'd be less humiliating for us as well. I <laughs> think <laughs> you just want to stop cricket. That's what you're saying. Like end the sport. <laughs> kind of. Like it's just. I think we all know how it goes, right? Like you can just fantasy football it, can't you? No, it's all part. You just kind of kinda know. Okay, this team's doing really well at the moment. Like look at how fast they're going. You can just look at it on Zoom and say, yeah, okay, we d four. Way to kill the. Uh, the fun of the sport. <laughs> that is the most... That uh, is I the think, most. yeah, look, now that I think about it, it's even more boring than real cricket. Dude, you're just being like, well, assume who wins. There's no game. I'll choose who wins. Yeah, no. I know. I'm, I'm just here for the commentators, frankly. <laughs> and I am, actually. Like, man, I, I like man, those guys. Yeah. They're cool. They're sick. But, but next, I'm sorry. Next yeah, world hey, hey, Ali, Ali, who's one. the best cricket commentator? Oh, makes, that makes me real sad. Shane Warne used to be one of my favourites. Yeah. But what about I the think... legend? What's his name? They're like, a great pitch today in the field. Oh, he's dead now, Richie Beno. Yeah, but he was the number one. He was, was his he? voice was good. I think, I think he maybe like Michael Atherton. Was he the one that was 22? Yes, he was a legend, right? Absolutely. And that man was yeah, just permanently was... 80 his yes. entire life, right? He yeah. was just well, Johnny Carson when there was four of them, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I think like maybe Michael great Atherton pitch. from England is really up there because I, I like commentary that has like good analytical basis to it i hate those commentators so you'd like my version of cricket then what is that it's just yeah okay this guy's bowling fast so let's not play the game no but like (laughs) i want someone to be like able to analyze the game and explain it and not just say obvious shit like you know i hate hey do you let me ask you this if Pakistan, for whatever reason, was into baseball, do you think that you would be into it as much as you are cricket? Or do you just think... It's such a hard question to ask, though. No, but do you I think it's be. a better sport? Because, man, baseball. I did go to baseball and I was like, Baseball's yeah, this cool. is just tame impala versus waves of sport. Like, you've got a lot more flashing. You've got hot cheerleaders. Yeah, but, like, but <laughs> the substance... Like T20 cricket is similar to that. <laughs> I actually regretted not taking you guys to the SCG because I think you would have really enjoyed that I've experience. been to a few games. No, but like you haven't been to like one of those subcontinent games. Like it's a completely different environment. Right, no, I haven't. Anyone that's either. watching this that went to the MCG or was at the Sydney Cricket Ground, you know what I'm talking about. It's a completely different environment. You're, a lot like, of tablers. <laughs> is there is there a lot of there is there is there's uh, the Packy Hulk who shows up at every sh- game. What? what is that? I've got to show you a picture of him. Oh my god! I didn't know that was he that. He paints himself green. Yeah, 
Oh, because that's the Oh, yeah, color. but everyone that goes to... Like, if you're not wearing a KFC bucket on your head as an Australian, yes. you get bashed, yes. as you should be. <laughs> Don't you think? Or, or dressed up as Super or Mario. A or a watermelon This guy goes to all Pakistani games. <laughs> you seen that, though? Hollowed out water helmet. Helmet, helmet. Yes. That is hilarious. That's Pac- fucked. That's a man. <laughs> Just Google Hulk. Pakistani Man, you know what's really Hulk scary about him? Cricket. That is better effects than and the he's, actual he's, Hulk. He's Aussie? No, no, no. He's Pakistani. Oh, but he goes to the he goes to every game? He goes to a lot of the games. I think he might that live in Australia. That is hilarious. Um, anyway, so what was... Yeah, that's it. We lost. That's okay. Next year, the World Cup is in India, which gives us a better shot of winning. But it also I gives don't think it does. The Indians does it's a much better shot of winning too. The grounds, temperature wise, climate wise. It's yeah, but they're just gonna powder the ball in garam masala and <laughs> make your eyes all water. Stop it! Stop it! Don't don't be mean. It's uh, India tr- similar. Con- Indian conditions are similar to Pakistani conditions, obviously. But um, hey, wouldn't they be more rainforesty? It depends what ground. Not anymore. <laughs> Jesus. Depends what ground, but no, it, they're still pretty dry. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Dry, so, dry pitches. Uh, all right. So, okay, you're versing uh, Bangladesh. You're, what about West Indies? Has it ever played in the West Indies? So, West Indies couldn't even qualify for the competition this year. Oh, and the Dutch could. And the that's Dutch, sad. That's crazy. The and that's just like... That's crazy. Like... I could have qualified as a Dutchman. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, the Definitely. West Indies um, are bad. The West Indies days. are good, but not this time around, unfortunately. They, yeah, they literally couldn't even qualify, let alone losing in the group stages. Sucked into them. <laughs> they must like, feel awful I about that. I feel like that. they're everyone's second favorite team. West Indies. Nobody hates the West Indies. Yeah, they kind of are that, eh? Well, the fact that they've got a nickname in Australia does give that a lot of credence. Because mm. we only call them the Windies. I I thought that it was India for so long because it was called Windies. I didn't even know Windies. I just heard West Indies. Yeah? Yeah, I've never heard that. Oh, well, you know, who'd have guessed Jordan doesn't know that much about cricket? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's a thing, dude. I'm just <laughs> Anyways, should we call it a night? I don't know, yeah, I guess Yeah, so. all right, make sure that you sign up to The Up Late if you want to hear uh, more about Ali's uh, theories oh, on shit. cricket pitches no, that no. we'll be going into. <laughs> and, How and that's the be- it. That was the last cricket the episode. I am over it. <laughs> as soon as, like, yeah, now my obsession was midterms, but that's over too, so hey, I'm going to have to yet. find something else now. Uh, I said election. this. I, look, I'm getting good views on KFC. I think we should just do a KFC edition. Hell yeah. What do you mean? Like just about KFC? Yeah, just what do you think about the Colonel? I'll tell you about what I think about KFC. I can't eat there anymore after I got all those messages. Really? Yeah. I ate there the day. Did you read the one about a guy taking a dump straight in the fryer? Yeah. You know why I could eat there continued on? Because that was clearly made up. That's what you think. (laughs) You think... All right, guys. Chat before we go. Poll. Do you think it's possible... To deep fry a shit in batter and then serve it to someone and then them eat it and be like, yeah, yeah, this is just a tender. Yeah, not the end part. I don't know. I, I, not the end part, but I. that's not what the story was. The story was he did a shit in the fryer and then quit. <laughs> and I believe that. Oh, that one? Yes. I could still eat there. <laughs> well, it's killed all the bacteria. <laughs> True that. I'd eat the shit. It'd probably taste pretty good. Would. All right, see you guys next week. And please sign up for the up late if Ew. you want to. 
find out what's behind here. I'm